0: Hello friends, welcome to the Rosecast, AB It's been a while, how you been? Oh, uh, pretty good Yeah? How was your Thanksgiving? It was excellent that, Okay, excellent, took you a second You yeah. got, a, uh, you you got know, a new computer, this is a big deal for us, AB yeah, we'll go, your, no. Give me your Thanksgiving bit, ba- ba- let's do the here's Thanksgiving here's banter thing, We talk about it
1: every year, turkey stinks It kind of puts a damper on the whole, the whole week
0: uh, you, okay, so you went to your in-laws then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no,
1: and my my mom made a turkey, too. I don't just want to shit on my in-laws. Uh, okay, that's
0: true. Well, you gotta fry it. You here's gotta, the thing. You gotta invest in a fryer. thing, it's nothing to do with anybody.
1: There's no, you can't do anything to a turkey in an oven to make it good. It's trash. No. <laughs> no. Oven turkey is trash, period. It's, it, you have to douse it with gravy to make it good, and then it's good. It's fine.
0: Dang, I feel bad for you uh well in better news you got a new computer big deal this new computer big things are changing macbook wow macbook MacBook, man i I mean i've
1: never fallen into a lifestyle faster than i have with this macbook now i'm like looking down on you like you dumbass (laughs) pc idiot what are you doing and i've had pc for 20 years before this
0: Uh like a what what would you say a week ago you had three yeah. PCs that were mostly unusable. <laughs> have, All of them had an issue.
1: <laughs> I have three PCs sitting right next to me within arm's length. Most of them are being used as like a to stack things.
0: Well, we I have a feeling we could slip down a hole there if we keep going on that. Folks uh, once again, this is a Rosecast. Thank you for listening. If you haven't been listening, we're doing quick little just fun little recaps. Emily's season of The Bachelorette season eight uh, in an effort to get to know Ari, the next Bachelor. We've got three or four more weeks of these, A.B., leading up right until Christmas. So if you want, I recommend saving them all and then binging them over the holidays when you're eating shitty turkey and whatever else people eat on Christmas <laughs> before A.B. <laughs> Eating, eating slop. Uh, it's like, not.
1: It's not me. It's everybody. Like, why did turkey become what I was thinking about that this weekend? Why did turkey become what people eat on Thanksgiving? You never have turkey otherwise because, and there's a reason because it's not as good as chicken.
0: No, that's a fact. And you know what? I don't mean to be like your your turkey stinks. Like we had turkey out of the oven too and it was it was god awful it's not like i know the secret no it's nothing to do with anybody
1: that prepared the turkeys that i ate i had three turkeys this week and there's nothing you can do with them turkey's not a good meat it's a healthy meat
0: all right ab let's talk about the bachelor all right god (laughs) damn the the (laughs) turkey takes are strong with this one (laughs) we're on season eight episode four like i said probably about six or seven of these left we're starting at the house. Maybe Chris Harrison comes in. Remember, in 2012, we like to comment on the style. That was only five years ago, but it seems like a decade ago. I was into this stuff in 2012. You had the you had a button down shirt, sure, with dual pockets, and they had they were kind of like t- they were, the pockets had some angles to them, and they were like they were like uh, country like yeah, country style, little country country style, and then you, mm-hmm. also all cool shirts had patterns. On the inside cuffs. And Mm -hmm. you just flip the cup. You didn't roll your sleeves up. You just flip the cups up. Like, bow. Look at my (laughs) (laughs) cuffs. What's his name?
1: Cam from uh, Modern
0: Family. Cam from Modern Family. Killing the cuff game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All about just paisley. Multicolored paisley. Anyway, Chris Harrison is here and he's got a couple dates to announce. Three dates to be exact. We got a one-on-one date, a group date, and a two-on-one date. A B the two on, this made no sense to me to have a two on I don't even know who the matchup would be at this point. There's, there's no like there's no adversaries. Well,
1: as we found out later in the episode, it's a trash two on one, one Which of the worst. It? Two on ones are made. I don't know if the, I don't know if this is just a recent thing, but two on ones are for rivalries where one person has to go so the house can keep moving in the right <laughs> direction before <it laughs> either explodes. keep moving in the right
0: direction or explode. Yeah, something big yeah. is going to happen as a result <laughs> of the two on one. But they're leaving the mansion forever, A.B., and they're going to Bermuda. We got to get to I say this every time I see basically a beach on TV. I'm like, hey, we got to get to this. <laughs> we got to get, get to, to Bermuda. Bermuda. What are we doing? <laughs> All right, A.B., the one-on-one date goes to Doug. Kind of stale. This guy's kind of stale, in my opinion. He's a nice guy. I we got a kid, Doug. Suit. Yeah, I got a kid. Don't you ever say anything about it. I'm going to kick your ass, Doug. <laughs> What do you got on this day, daytime day with Doug? Your fault? Did you sleep through it? It was
1: super. It was super parent-style date. It's like what me and Kendall would do if we went to Bermuda. We'd go shopping. We'd fucking try some chocolates. We'd try, you know, just style n- date. getting knickknacks. Just a parent <laughs> date. This is a parent date, period. <laughs> nothing nothing else to say about it. it. Maybe that's a good thing for Doug. I don't know. Because yeah. she is a parent, and he's a parent, so, I mean, this is what, this is what they'd yeah, be doing. Yeah, Doug's,
0: like, Doug's not getting, like, bottle service. No. You know I
1: mean? <laughs> no, they're not going to do something crazy on a Doug date.
0: <laughs> no. Here are a couple quick Doug quotes from this date. I just like island towns a lot. Do you, Doug? Do you like Bermuda? Oh, do yeah. You enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy Bermuda? <laughs> oh, these perfumes smell really nice. Yeah, well, they're perfumes, Doug. That's how it goes. Not just just not an exciting guy. Not an exciting guy. Also, I'm kind of jealous of how great of a guy Doug is. That's partially where this criticism comes from. Ab, uh, you know a lot about parent dates. Have you ever started a charity, though? You fucking lazy bitch ass. <laughs> no good. <laughs> Doug started a charity and you didn't. Doug's, like she said, Doug is a little, a little too perfect. Rim, what's going on with this guy? He definitely has closets. I don't think we're ever going to find out he definitely has closets. I hope he has closets. Got to keep your clothes. He's got skeletons is what I meant to say.
1: Yeah, he's got skeletons in the closet, no doubt. Early in the episode, I think we got a little glimpse into one of them. He's, he seems like one of those guys who's really nice and has got his anger problem under control, but every once in a while, it'll like
0: come out a little bit. Well, yeah he's a parent he's a dad he's had kid for 11 years he's had it up to here he's dealing with an adolescent (laughs) girl at home or a kid i don't know if it's a male or female don't care frankly anyway i hope we find out about doug's skeletons i have a feeling we're not going to unfortunately back at the house this date card a b Is the best date card I have ever seen. This is an A plus squad. All the cool guys. This is like collecting basketball cards when you're a kid, and there's like a you know there's a ten insert set, and all it's like an all NBA set. Well, they used to have the sometimes they'd have the set, they'd have the card packs.
1: Where, like, one in a thousand packs you get would be like a fire pack and it'd be all yeah. incense. That's what this yeah. was like <laughs> a hot pack. Yeah, yep. this is a hot
0: pack. This is a hot pack. They used to, back in the days of cards, folks, and I know this isn't really <laughs> our audience. <laughs> this, our audience isn't really interested in this, but they used to, there was a while when they came out with this machine. That like a, like a like an analog machine that could check. You could hold it up to a pack and see like if it was extra thick or something. You could see like you're getting a jersey card. Like it was like a cheater. So you could figure out what was in the pack. <laughs> that's how they that's how they tricked the industry. Anyway, what are we talking about? Here's on the date card. The cool date card. Charlie, pretty cool. Ryan, cool guy, douche, but a cool guy. Chris, Jeff, Sean, Ari. Travis and Kalen. That's a good. That's a good day card. Still, no idea who would be on the one on the two on one at this point. It's
1: all the big players stuff. of the season. It's all the big players, and this yeah. is when you I immediately realize this two on one is going to be fucking dog shit, and both the people on it <laughs> should leave. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, we'll get to the two-on-one, but when she did end up, like, picking a guy in the two-on-one, like, you couldn't Really tell who she was more enthusiastic yeah. about Keeping, it was just like, she said a thing about this guy Then a thing about this guy, and we're gonna send that guy home No real rhyme or reason <laughs> Anyway, the one-on-one daytime back with Doug Like you said, Emily feels That Doug is a little too perfect Like he's hiding something I'm like, I have a note written down here And I forgot I, I wrote this, I said, tell her about Your rage problems, Doug, cause we know there's something <laughs> There <laughs>
1: There's something, something there.
0: Here's a little Michael Scott moment from Doug. Emily, Emily says, pretend I brought your ex-girlfriend here. What would she say? And Doug hits her with the, I spent too much time with my son. Too, I'm too good of a dad. That's what my <laughs> ex-girlfriend would complain about. What did you think of these two? A B. I don't. I don't think there was much of a connection there. I mean, Doug refuses to see anything but the bright side, and Emily wants a little more honesty, a little more raw reality. I think it's going to be the end of him. The other thing he said to her was he
1: he didn't. She always complained that he didn't wash her car enough, clean out her car. Like that's that was kind of weird. That's what you're. Co- First of all, that's weird, and that's
0: what you're coming up with. I've, i don't, th- that might be the only relationship in history where that's a complaint. <laughs> yeah. You don't wash my car enough. It's over.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Doug, why did you break up with your, I don't understand, what's, what happened?
0: Give us one specific, Doug, not the car wash, not that you being too good of a dad. What happened, Doug? You drink too much, Doug? Is that what's going on? <laughs> did you have to spend the holidays in court? Tell us something, Doug. There's something there.
1: <laughs> Doug Doug ends it with he says, "I'm just a guy. I'm not a genius, but I'm no dummy. I'm not wealthy, but I'm not poor. I'm just a guy."
0: Just a regular guy. It's a
1: great line. Listen, Doug it was Doug, line. Doug spends all his time, it's pretty clear, outside of dates, he spends all his time coming up with like romance romantic comedy lines that he can spit out.
0: And that's part of uh why that's part of why he freaked out. We didn't mention it, but he freaked out so much when he was waiting for Emily to come get her. He probably put so much pressure on himself because he's got the script memorized. He's got all the all the talking points he wants to at home with. And he was worried that what if if he messes up, it's not gonna it's not gonna work for him. Yep. I think Doug knows that he's not like a top ten looking guy, so he, he really has to nail the personality bits to win <laughs> Emily's affection. Can't compete with Jeff. Kidding me skateboard skateboards. Doug, even <laughs> you know, skateboard. You don't even you. By the time you were old enough to skateboard, <laughs> they didn't even have. By the time you were too old to skateboard, skateboards were they weren't in, around yet. Or they just you know what I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Doug missed the skateboard Doug time window because <laughs> he's old. Okay, <laughs> that's old my as, point. <laughs> old as shit and missed
1: skateboarding. Yeah.
0: yeah, he had a kid. All right, they can't all be gems. We're rusty. All right, group date group date time. A B Chris. Love this line. Guys will definitely be bringing it, but I'm just going to bring it harder.
1: Yeah. That's, how you, that's how you play the game. You got to bring it harder. That's how you, that's
0: how you win, Rim. Uh, Sean mentions that he played D1 football. Maybe. I didn't realize my man Sean played yeah. for Coach Bill Snyder at K-State. Yep. Whoa, buddy. Sean, yep. what a
1: catch. I looked up some stuff about him. He said he was he had a really good freshman year. Then he had a, he said he had a really bad first game of his sophomore year, and like that was the end of it. I don't, it was confusing. Nah, that's what he no. said.
0: I have a feeling Sean partied a little too much in college or something, fell off the horse, fell off the wagon, however you want to put it, got into girls, hot guy, middle of Manhattan, Kansas, not much to do, mm-hmm. and then kind of found Jesus after that. And now he's, he's good at two shoes on the you. bachelor. that's my take. Yeah. All unsubstantiated, but that's how we're rolling today. <laughs> That's fair. Back at the house, people forget that John goes by Wolf. Mm-hmm. Not a only guy with a nickname on the show. Not as didn't make a big a deal of it as I wish they had. Descartes. John and Nate, two guys we don't care about at
1: all. I couldn't remember which one was Wolf, so I called them Wolf and Blonde Wolf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Blonde Wolf is Nate yeah. I'm not sure I'd heard him talk up until this point this season <laughs> so the two I mean, remember the, most the most anticlimactic two on one day I've ever seen on this show It does no matter who goes home nothing changes back on the group date AB they're doing a boat race and I'm not sure why they thought it was a good idea to let these numbskulls Operate big sailboats when none of them have done this before. This seems dangerous to be flying around in boats, zooming around with a bunch of knuckleheads. No, nobody knows what they're doing. Uh, what do you got on the boat race? Hold
1: up, Rim. Pro boat race? I'm pro boat race. This This is fun. I'll tell you what, though, you're saying no one knew about boats. Kalen fucking grew up on a boat rim. I know that for a fact. There's no event yeah. more suited towards Kalen than sailboat racing.
0: Yeah, but Kalen didn't drive the boat. He was going, oh, uh, Garcon, eastward bound, please. <laughs> like Kalen wasn't involved in the operations That's team That's of the boat. That's fair. Uh, no disrespect to Kalen's family, but we, they just probably had indentured servants. It's just the way it probably <laughs> was for Kalen growing up. It was a good date though, because the guys got to do their competitive juices. They kind of got to get their mm-hmm. tough guy coming out, and while the other half of them got knocked down a peg by losing, that's good. That was good for their their egos. Yeah. Who won? Ari, Ryan, stacked. Joe stacked. Kalen. Well. Th- yeah, that is stacked. I mean you, you got, got Ari, player, you got the you racer, five hundred guy. Yeah, that's a <laughs> You got not the racer,
1: <laughs> he understands the racing angles, and then you got Kaylin, he's been on a boat all his life. The, you yeah, got that's a stacked team. I think Sean Lowe cried after losing. Is that <laughs> did you catch that? <laughs> they were bummed out. Those boys were bummed out.
0: I think Sean Lowe teared up and then Charlie bawled his eyes out <laughs> in the van. It's like, dude, you've never sailed a boat before. You're like, why did you think you were going to win? <laughs> all right, Abby, things really pop off on the nighttime group date. They really ramp up a notch in terms of drama and douchiness. And it all starts with not Kalen, but Ryan. You know, we heard... uh, I haven't seen these episodes before. You vaguely remember some of them. And a lot of people uh, who follow, you know, the Twitter account, Rose Cassius or the texters, I'll get to that number later, probably not, they've mentioned that Ryan turns, makes a turn. We were pro-Ryan to begin with, seemed like a cool guy, southern guy, got some sayings, but... (laughs) You had a joke there, or you just laughed? <laughs> just, just laughing. Just, southern, just a southern loves, guy. Love every
1: southern saying he has. <laughs> well, I'll I'll get up get and go. Get up. <laughs> I'll
0: come get you, but I ain't going to work at home for it. You know what I mean?
1: Love the chase.
0: I, love the, t- <laughs> loving the chase. the I, I hope I wrote some of these down. They did more of them. Uh, I <laughs> hope I either wrote them down, or I'll put it, the audio in. Anyway, you can just make Ryan, them up. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They're just as good. Well, I'm taking my time with her. I hope you're taking your sweet time, too, buddy. So i got giddy up and go. Well, I looked at my watch before I knew it. It was in love. I'll tell you this thing. Listen, all right. They're getting worse as we go. Ryan calls Emily a beautiful trophy wife, mm. essentially, during his during his toast, which I don't know who let Ryan make a toast. That's That'd be the, <laughs> he'd be the last pick in the toast draft, in my opinion. <laughs> What did you make of this uh, way to refer to Emily?
1: Uh, not a good... He he just says... He always says something that he shouldn't say for no reason.
0: He's not very eloquent. I think the no. weird thing about Ryan is... I think we're probably getting... Of all the contestants on this show, I think he is probably acting the closest to how he really is. Like yeah. I think Ryan really like thinks... Well, what are you you doing out of the kitchen, honey? And make sure you go to the gym and take (laughs) care of the kids. I think that's actual Ryan. I think everybody else is putting on a show to some degree. Ryan is who he is on this. (laughs) Emily, to her credit, or maybe to her detriment, kind of laughed it off a little bit. And they they talk more later, and she deals with this stuff. But we got some RE one-on-one time. Snuggling up. Snuggling up on a blanket on the beach. The way it should be. <laughs> uh, we're starting to see a pattern, Ab, with this guy. Mm-hmm. Says something nice, says something cute, and then they they make out. Like rubs her
1: leg a little bit while he's doing it. He's always he's always
0: rubbing. Ari's it's romantic. He's good at it. He knows his strengths and his strength is romance, folks. Pure romance. Physical romance, pure <laughs> romance and kissing, period. That's what it is. So they show him, he says, you know, they exchange maybe two or three senses and then the top-notch kissing. I mean, it. It. I'd say it's impossible to be a more romantic kisser than Ari. <laughs> I haven't seen one. Maybe it's because I'm not paying attention, but he's up there with the greats.
1: <laughs> the all-time greats.
0: And then in Waddle's Jeff, little 165 pounds, 168. when you add in his hair, which he would, because there's no other way, there's no way to weigh someone without weighing their <laughs> hair. Uh, Jeff, a little, a little more on the simping side. Ari's got the adult trajectory going on. Jeff's like, will you kiss my boo-boo, AB? I don't, I don't know about this. this <laughs> could seem like kind of a misstep for Jeff
1: here. Yeah, listen, he's, he's leaving her wanting something, Rem. She's okay. she's begging for a kiss from Jeff at this point, and he's not gonna give it to her yet.
0: <laughs> okay, cool guy move. That's a move. good spin zone. That's a That's good cool spin guy zone. move. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, she knows that when she sees Ari, it's it's a make out sesh time. instant. But <laughs> Jeff is like like the, the high school quarterback, and she's just begging for his attention, yeah. and he won't give it to her. and She's like, dang, I want now. You know, she's got her eyes focused on him. That's a good point, Ab. Hmm. Let's get to Ryan. Ryan, times when we talk about Ryan is just, just fair warning. It's probably just going to be me and AB Wait, hold saying... hold I got to quote thing Okay, sure. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs>
1: The one thing I noticed at the end of Jeff's conversation with her when she was begging for a kiss, he initiated going back to the group. I've never seen that before. He's like, should we head back? <laughs> usually <laughs> usually the guys are like trying to get as much time as they want. Cool guy Jeff just finished his drink and he's <laughs> ready to head you know, back and end the conversation. Kind we of were wanting slips. more. He goes, well, <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, head on
0: back? <laughs> You're here on this beach. Emily would stay there all night
1: with Jeff if he would allow it,
0: but no, he's got other stuff to do. Well, kind of want to go hang out with the boys if you don't mind. Absolute power move. (laughs) Uh, You got an interesting uh, perspective on that because I'm looking at it like, what's he doing? But you think it's all he's he's out here pulling strings (laughs) and invisible strings. (laughs) Yep. All right, Ryan, one-on-one time. Uh, Like I was saying. When we talk about Ryan for however much longer he's on this show, it's mostly just going to be us talking like we're from Georgia saying the things that he's going to say, the things that he says. You know what I mean? I, I have a very mature approach to relationships. You know what I mean? I'm starting you know, this is when I started to realize, like, hey, hey folks, Ryan might not be here for the right reasons. You know what I mean? <laughs> Emily brings up some of the disrespectful things that he said on the last group date, and he more or less doubles down. He doubles (laughs) down, and they
1: and it works somehow. (laughs) (laughs) He doubles down, spits out more lines, and they're both like just talking and laughing. He's flirting; it's working. (laughs) Period. He's a good
0: flirt. God designed you to, to be a beautiful woman. So so be a beautiful woman. This is talking about how you better not get. This is like she goes, hey, remember when you said I better not get fat? And he's like, well, hey, keep being beautiful, baby. And if that <laughs> line worked. <laughs> well, just southern back and forth. I don't know. Just charms the pants off her. It makes no sense to me. All I know is if I said these things in my accent, we would get slapped three ways to Wednesday, <laughs> A.B. Listen, listen to me now. I'm even starting to talk like it just because it's, it's so endearing. It is. Ryan, though, after he somehow wins Emily back, despite the disrespect, he brings up how he didn't like how her and Ari kissed at the rose ceremony in full view, allegedly, of the other contestants. What did you make of Emily's response to this, A.B.? was stunned. Yeah, he should, she should have slapped him. <laughs> but again, Ryan gets by I'm saying
1: whatever he wants. She apologized to him. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't... Why was, would I you apologize? You're the my Bachelorette. My mind is blown. <laughs> yeah. I go, uh-oh. As soon as he said that, <laughs> uh-oh, Ryan's... <laughs> On the way I out. Thought she was
0: gonna, yeah, I thought she was going to send him home right then and there. But she was like, oh, I'm so sorry, Ryan. You shouldn't have had to deal with that. I'm like, what are, I'm the looking hell? Around, like, Am I smoking drugs here, folks? she can kiss <laughs> who she wants to kiss in the bachelor mansion.
1: He basically shames her for kissing too many guys and yeah. gets away with it. I don't understand why.
0: And then they don't kiss at the end of their convo. Nope. Interesting strategy from Ryan. He's definitely got an angle. He's He's alone in his lane. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to work out for him, but. Nope. Anyway, Jeff gets the group date rose, kind of a surprise, but in your, the context you've provided, your opinion on the situation, it makes more sense to me now that he would get the group date rose, because she's basically saying like, Jeff, hey, (laughs) Jeff, slapping him, look at me. Uh, (laughs) So it was kind of a surprise in that regard, but not much group, not much Kalen on this group date, that's the other thing I noticed, I don't think we saw him on screen, I think next episode is Kalen's big episode.
1: It is. I remember that. There's like two episodes in this season that I actually remember, and I remember this one vividly. I
0: can't wait. Can't wait. (laughs) All right. uh, Okay. Let's talk about this two-on-one date, not because the characters matter, but because it was so bizarre. Nate and John, I guess. These are apparently the two guys. That's according here to my notes. It says Nate and John. Wolf and Blonde Wolf. Yeah. Wolf and Blonde Wolf, the two most forgettable characters in this show's history, potentially.
1: I wrote down, you ever seen a less interesting two-on-one date?
0: No. I. Uh, it seemed to me like she was just going to choose which one she could tolerate longer.
1: Yeah. I th- honest to God, I thought she was going to send them both home, and that was the purpose of it.
0: Has that happened before? I'm sure it has. On the two-on-one? Yep. Yeah. Didn't uh, Nick Danielle. do it? Yeah. Yeah. Talk sure. about no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm all right well let's zoom ahead two on one nighttime date they're in a cave baby let's quick uh quick cave talk oh, caves are fire caves are fire <laughs> uh, well tell me about. You. i know you've been in some caves in your life i know the bradford's went on some oh, favorite yeah. trips caves what do you what do you think of caves you a cave guy big
1: cave guy I would, I would i would love to have a romantic dinner in a cave that'd be yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome
0: beautiful setting beautiful scenery instant you know you got something to talk about obviously like hey how about the stalagmites over there? The stalactites. <laughs> <You see that. laughs> check those out you can mansplain a lot of stuff in a cave and act like you know the answers yeah. when she does it it's it's great it's perfect for a date underrated part of caves though ab they're uh dead silent which <laughs> is a little awkward for this not good to on one day um, another thing I noticed, I think, uh, blonde wolf was talking about quinoa, but he called it, what do he call it? Quinoa. 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 That's not how it, he pronounces it all wrong. And then John was like, I'm not going to eat this anyway. Just a couple of real gems here on this two on one
1: day. <laughs> I didn't get it because they had nothing to talk about and they didn't want to eat. Like eating's the one thing that can get move the time and get you out of this situation faster. But you guys just want to sit here in silence and not eat.
0: I've never seen them address the not eat directly. Yeah. Like, well, we're not going to eat this, right? Like, that's kind. Of, it was bizarre for them to be like, "I'm not going to eat any of this stuff. This is dumb. Let's just go <laughs> do our talks and then send one of us home." That's what it's all about. There was very, it was very business like two on one. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um I don't really want to talk about Nate's one-on-one time. He cried when talking about his brother, but his I mean his brother's not dead. So you get no, was like listen. Come on.
1: He, tried, he this is a fake cry rim. He had no re- there was nothing sad. He was talking about how great his uh, like are you sad that you're missing them or are you happy about how great they are? Either either way not appropriate to cry.
0: Exactly. She got she when he was crying she kind of was like they're there buddy (laughs) that's so sweet like good for you wasn't wasn't a lot of uh connection there uh and then emily gives john the rose john is not just real wolf to be clear he didn't cry actual wolf and then nate in that moment realizes they just cried on national tv for no reason uh we can pull one piece of information from this Moving forward, and that is that Emily basically chose John because Nate was young, yep, you know what i mean twenty was, i think twenty five and like we said she's twenty six but she has you know like an eight year old yeah so she's not your normal twenty six year old so we can well, i I feel comfortable continuing with the she's gonna pick someone older
1: I agree I think it's a theme I think that's gonna be a theme for this show is the you see it kind of later is the
0: older guys versus the younger guys. All right, I have a ton of notes on the cocktail party, and I'm not sure why. So let's fire <laughs> through these, get to the rose ceremony, catch up with some text in the text line, and fucking call it a day. Yeah. I think, I'm, yeah, why not, folks? All right, cocktail party. like to have fun with uh, sound effects. Ryan is super confident, A.B., no surprise. He's being a douche. Quick, uh, have I made this joke before? He seems like the type of guy who will forbid his wife from working. Is that what you get from Ryan? Yeah. Have I made that joke before? <laughs> okay. You haven't, but I get that. Okay. Ari had someone on one time. I I think that he's good at pretending it's just them in the situation when they have a one on one that there aren't a bunch of other dudes in the room order over similar to Jordan Rogers I think Jordan Rogers was pretty good at that people forget Jordan Rogers had JoJo press up against the wall making out well remember that old mm-hmm. that cla- that's classic yeah. scene <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: classic, <laughs> *Bachelorette* scene. All right, I got one thing here. Ryan seems to think that Emily should thank her lucky stars that he's there, and this is when he he's talking to the long-haired dude whose name escapes me at, yeah, not only know. at this moment but at every moment' that I've been <laughs> watching this show. <laughs> this is This was good, a B. and I want to know you're the historian here if this kind of conversation has ever come up so blatantly before. I really like Emily, but when this whole thing is done. If this doesn't work out for me, back home, I'm involved with the media, I'm going to say, hey, hey, let's do Bachelor Ryan. Let's do Bachelor Augusta, you know what I mean? A <laughs> B he, he's saying this, there's cameras right next to him. Were you surprised by the way Ryan was basically like, I'm going to parlay this into something bigger? I myself. have
1: never seen someone openly campaign for the next season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Never seen it in my life. The Bachelor Augusta sounds fire,
0: though. It's Not only, like, I want to be the next Bachelor, but I'll also settle for, like, the local Bachelor on my, through my local TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then to my shock, AB, not only did the cameras kind of catch him saying this, he's telling the cameras in the interview room how good of a Bachelor he would be. That was crazy. <laughs> that was S- crazy. He's selling me. himself. A uh, couple things. Uh, Sean had some one-on-one time. I have a note here that his kisses stink. Compared to art, <laughs> that's a fact. But uh, I think it's probably because he's more respectful of women. He barely knows. That sure. just seems like a Sean kind of angle. You want to talk about this Chris and Doug showdown? Because this was one of the all-time. I don't know what's going on. Neither do the participants. See, you're you got a blank look on your face. I feel like we shouldn't talk about it.
1: No, let's 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 jump in. All right. Listen, <laughs> I'll break it down for you real quick. Please rim. do. Please do. Chris obviously Doug's been talking shit around the house about the younger guys and throwing little subtle you know in within conversation not calling anyone out directly but throwing out there that these young guys aren't going to be ready to be husbands or fathers to Ricky I'm a dad do you guys get that <laughs> Chris has had a fucking enough of it and to combat that he acts very immature in a conversation to Doug
0: and, and, that that's it. Work, and it doesn't work, obviously. It doesn't work, and <laughs> that, everything Chris, everything
1: Doug says in the conversation makes Chris more mad and act more <laughs> immature. I mean, it was a really bad situation for Chris because obviously Doug's been talking that shit, but if you bring it up, you're gonna look like a child. Yeah. So you were in a you were in a lose lose
0: situation, but he didn't handle it well. Though the, if there's one thing the show has taught us it's that love isn't real, but if there's another thing <laughs> this show has taught us, <laughs> it's that if you're trying to look mature, if you're trying to prove, if you're a young guy, that you're trying to look mature or a young girl, and you want to show something, prove something to the lead, starting a fight out of yeah. thin air is not the way to go about it. Nope. So that backfired on Chris. They both stick around, of course, but I got to think that didn't. Once once uh, Emily gets wind of that.
1: See, they should have waited one more episode, and then you have a two-on-one with Doug and Chris. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. do I need to be the fucking producer on the show? It's Tired easy. Of this. Yeah.
0: Who couldn't see this coming? Yeah. All right, rose ceremony. Doug, Jeff, and Nate already have roses? No. I, that's wrong. See, that two-on-one was so inconsequential that I have the wrong name down for the guy who got the rose. It's Doug, <laughs> Jeff, and... John, I apologize. I already yep. have roses. Sean, Ari, Travis, Chris, Ryan, Kalen, Alejandro, get the roses. Sent home Charlie, mild surprise. I expected maybe Ryan to go home or Alejandro. No. Well, Alejandro's hot as shit. Don't get me wrong. But he hasn't <laughs> Alejandro <screen time.
1: laughs> is gonna sneak in here. I'm pretty sure he he gets big in later season in later episodes. He's not. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think he's going be anywhere. Be
0: surprised. That guy's got an Abercrombie model look to him. Alejandro. He was, hasn't smoked. He has not talked to
1: her yet. And honest to God, I don't remember for sure, but I think he gets a hometown. I don't know what's going on. I remember Alejandro being a big player, so every episode I'm watching right now, I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" Alejandro's not—he's gonna go That's home.
0: Gets a hometown. There's like nine guys up there. To talk. All right, uh, Charlie sent home. I feel bad for Charlie. Charlie seemed like a good, aw shucks type of guy. He was seems like he's a little unstable, like crying after he's losing. He ran the into some bad luck challenge. in his life, right?
1: Don't forget about when he fell off that fucking balcony. Oh, I did forget about that. Yikes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember you. Yeah. I feel bad about that again for the third time this season. And then the long haired guy who got no screen time. Michael, apparently. Classy guy. Nice guy. Anyway, any uh, other comments on this episode before we get a couple comments from the mailbag AB? Not a bad episode. A little little bit of Ari. Terrible two on one. Decent group date. It was fine. Run of the mill. Standard fare. Yeah. I'd love to get into the mailbag. Let's catch up on the mailbag. There are no questions in the mailbag. That's Just fine. a couple things that we didn't talk about last week uh, that I think might, one of which especially might interest you. Any uh, any s- juice? No juice. Okay. There are people addressing two things we requested specifically in the mailbag. Oh, okay. And I don't even have, first off, if you text the mailbag, which the number is seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. You gotta leave your name and location, folks. It's not a phone. It's not a phone. It's a. It's a like a (laughs) we don't have contact mailbox. Yeah. So I don't. We don't have the contact. So it just sends your number. Um. But anyway, tie. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So we we asked people to tell us why Charlotte was called the Queen City. Some people were uh a little. I, I don't know the word they. I think they think we're dumb. They pissed. Oh, not pissed, they but they dumb? think we're dummy. Like you dummies. Charlotte, Charlotte's called the Queen City because it was named for Queen Charlotte, the consort of George the Third. Just pump the brakes. We're not from the colonies, okay? <laughs> so we don't we don't often put two and two together when it comes to like why the states are named. A certain, like Virginia, I'm sure was apparently some queen somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, There are all, all those states and this, a lot of cities over there are named for queens and kings of Britain and et cetera. Sure. Uh, Jamestown, whatever. We are not from, like, I get it sorry that f- we didn't come up with that off the top of their head, but also, like, tell us something about Iowa. What do you know about Iowa? You can't tell us shit about Iowa, so don't come at <laughs> me because I don't know everything about North Carolina, all right? Relax. There's a lot of states out there and a lot of stories. Anyway, thanks for texting the mailbag. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I know about the Queen City, all right? Next thing. Several people got on us, rightfully so, for being a little ignorant on Dolly Parton and AB, mm. we talked a little bit yep. about how Dolly Parton was this huge name, but we don't know anything that she's done? AB, that's incorrect. We do. We actually love Dolly Parton. You know why? Why? Steel Magnolias. We watched that in perspectives. Yeah. In high school. And I was a big... You and I remember clearly being both big Steel N- Magnolias nope. guys. Yes. Skirt. Yes.
1: No, 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 no. I was a big <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy fan, which we watched in Perspectives. Yeah. Not I Steel too. Magnolia.
0: I like Steel Magnolia. <laughs> was she in also.
1: there? I, I don't even remember. Yeah, she
0: was the star. Dolly Parton was the star of Steel Magnolias. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I thought you'd be like, oh, yeah, but no, nope. you're acting. All right. You're playing this off. Hey, side note Driving Miss Daisy. As the kids say, a little problematic. I don't think that movie could come out these days. (laughs) But it won won Best Picture, A.B. People forget that. Unbelievable. Big Morgan Freeman, guys. Anyway, once again, thank you for texting us the mailbag. We encourage you to do so. Just leave your name and number so we can properly shout you out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 773-234-7794. As always, subscribe. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Google Play and... Other things going on out there with audio from people's phones. Mobile, A.B., I tell you what, man, facial recognition, all the different, all the self-driving cars, out, this crazy stuff going on out there, technology-wise. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... <laughs> What's that have to do with anything? It, it's just kind of a bit I do with the end where I kind of ramble about technology. You got anything else, A.B., or can we wrap this up? No. Just uh, just over a month from the new season, though, Rim, New Year's Day. The new season will be out. With Ari the Kissing Bandit But between now and Christmas We will continue to speak To discuss To talk about Emily's Season 8 Thanks for listening